0: Anytime I get the opportunity to say the phrase booger sugar, it's funny. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number one eighty one of Unscripted. I am your co-host Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the other co-hosts of this fine, fine broadcast: the Chris Kringle of promotional key tags, kites, and kitchen <laughs> products; the one and only Kirby Hossam and Kirby. How the hell are you
1: today? I'm doing well. You know, I think one of the reasons I do well is I don't have to spend as much time as you do coming up with nicknames each week. I'm so impressed with with the work that you put in there. But, uh, no, I'm doing well. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. And let's not forget I've had help
0: with that. With you know, Mandy <laughs> Rudd has certainly yes. thrown in quite a few of those names over over the course of time. Uh, but I enjoy coming up with those names. Oh, and yeah. I think it makes, you know, it gives me joy, Kirby. I love that. Do you know what else gives me joy, Kirby? What's that, Bill? That would be the good people at Promo Corner. That's right. (laughs) Promo Corner. I love it. For once, Promo Corner is actually sponsoring this fine broadcast. I like it. I like it. Hey, suppliers, are you ready for targeted, unique, and measurable ways to market your identity throughout the year? Of course they are, aren't they, Kirby? They always should be. What a dumb question to ask. (laughs) Whether it's a focused email campaign leveraging the most accurate list in the industry, original and inspired video production, advertising on the most read, watched, and listened to, hint, hint, content (laughs) from industry thought leaders, or comprehensive marketing and design services designed to elevate your message, Promo Corner has something designed specifically for every company, every message, and every budget.
1: Yeah. No. And again, I actually really like the idea that we're, we're talking a little bit about this because, you know, I think one of the things that you guys do well is push the envelope with content. And I think that it elevates the conversation in the industry. And so kudos for that. And at the end of the day, I think you're good people.
0: Well, I appreciate that. And, and that's, what, I guess, what I'm getting at. You know, there's a lot of options for suppliers to spend their advertising and marketing dollars. Why would someone consider Promo Corner to be the best choice? And, and from my opinion, uh, Promo Corner isn't merely a service provider that offers typical marketing products to suppliers. I don't look at it that way. I think we're a lot, lot more. Our team really has been built intentionally to develop the first and only digital marketing, media, and advertising industry uh, agency in the industry. And mm. so our sole focus is really to do work that matters for our clients, period. Yeah period. So if you're ready to connect with your prospects and clients in ways that will move them to action, reach out to us directly at sales com. The right vehicles that will work for you, your message, and your budget are waiting for you. That's sales at promocorner.com. Kirby, are they going to be sorry that they did? They will not be sorry they did. Excellent. Let's work together to create the best 2020 possible. Now, Kirby, are you ready to broadcast at a candy cane level today?
1: I am. I actually, that was Didn't the we goal. do that last week? Yeah. And so I think I, we can do it again.
0: No. Are you ready? Let's try something else. Are you ready to broadcast at a peppermint bark level today? Wow. Uh, Yeah. Let's do it. Excellent. excellent. All right. Um, I'm going to go first, if that's okay. okay. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you saw this, Kirby, but Pantone has decided to whip us all into submission. And name their 2020 color of the year. Did you see this? I did. It's uh, okay. I
1: think it's Hossman Marketing Blue, isn't it?
0: Well, here's, <laughs> let's, before we reveal, for those of the pe- people that haven't seen the uh, color yet, let's go over the previous few years, if you'll indulge me. Yeah, of course. In 2015, it was Marsala, which is kind of a light brown. Okay. In 2016, it was two of them. I mean, the year was so big, it couldn't just have one color. <laughs> Rose Quartz and Serenity, which is kind of a light blue. Okay. In 2017, they shocked the world by <laughs> revealing the color greenery, which was green. Yeah. In 2018, it wasn't just violet Kirby. It was ultra violet. <laughs> Last year... Oh, and who could forget this? I, I almost get choked up thinking about it. It was Living Coral. Right. And this year, Kirby, can I get a drum roll, please? Uh, sh- uh, sure. Thank you. High production value here on Unscripted. <laughs> the 2020 color of the year, as named by Pantone, is Classic Blue. Okay. I go off on this every year, and I I know for fashionistas this stuff matters. I don't know who qualified Pantone to decide what the color of the year is. I understand that the, the numbering system and, and that's very helpful, and I get that. But what authority do they have to just go? Um, yeah, uh, classic blue is the color for 2020. <laughs> I, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I, I know I squawk about this every single year, but who cares? Kirby Kirby Kirby. Why does this matter? <laughs> Well, you know, I, I actually... Thank we- you, Kirby. It doesn't matter because <laughs> I can tell you're stumbling for words. No, seriously, why does it matter?
1: You know, I think uh, I, I'm with you. I, I, I actually do kind of get a kick out of the fact that they make this announcement. But, but two things. Number one, I actually love it when an organization just chooses themselves to be the expert in something. And I think, you know, the Pantone organization makes as much sense to do this as anybody but my hunch is that they're doing some basic research on trends fashion trends and different things like that and that's where that comes from i'm hardly an expert in this but i I, when it comes out i'm always like oh okay and i spend about um seven seconds thinking about it and i generally move on Mm -hmm. um but uh, no, th- I, it doesn't seem to, to get my dander up quite as much as it does you.
0: Well, I just don't get it. I mean, it, 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 again, I, I just don't understand why they have the authority to decide that's the color of the year. And then everybody goes, oh, yeah, classic blue, man. You guys nailed it this year. I don't understand it. I, I always compare it to this. It's like when I get on the I get off the plane at Las Vegas to go to Expo, which I'll do here in about three or four weeks. And I ride the little tram to go Mm -hmm. claim my baggage, and I go down the long escalators. Yep. And before I have – you know, first of all, I have to make the decision. Baggage claim to the left, liquor store to the right. Right. After I've made that decision, there are all banner of signs, and about 20 of them are certified best burger in Vegas. Right. Who is the certification body that governs this stuff? (laughs) And I don't understand why we've given Pantone the authority – to say that classic blue is the color of the year. I like blue, don't get me wrong, it's my favorite color. But you know what? I say I say aqua blue is the color of the year, as certified by Bill Petrie at Promo Corner.
1: Yeah, so I think the reason that the, the people who have given them permission is Pantone themselves. Actually one of the things I Oh, I, think I just about, gave myself permission. Yeah, I think that you guys at Promo Corner need to start a list. Uh, I don't really care what list it is, yeah. but uh, like, the uh, do gooders of the year in the promo industry or whatever, you need to create your own list and uh, then you can have the responsibility and the, uh, you know, you can set up your own criteria. And so I think that's what you need to do.
0: Well, I, I, whatever, so so happy 2020 in classic blue.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: All right, Kirby, do you have a topic for us?
1: I do, Uh, so I read this article and you know me; I tend to go all over the place for topics. But this one came Ooh. from uh, PPB, and their uh, Diesel launches the most expensive T-shirt ever. Have you, yep. did, did you see this? I did. Yeah. And so, look, for those who didn't don't know, they have. Uh, basic t-shirts from Italian fashion brand Diesel that are, the prices range from $370,000 to 5.5 5 million. Mm-hmm. Each shirt also comes with a free condo in Miami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I, I thought this was super interesting, and I thought a great and sort of unexpected use of promo. And yep. I, I wanted to get your kind of take on it and see if you think it's dumb or if you think it's fun. Which, so, what does bill petrie say
0: well uh thank you for asking bill petrie let me get him oh hey kirby um so here's what i think about it i actually had this as a topic possibly for today i'd okay. actually x'd it out okay. so i was going to do it next week so now i've got more work to do so thank you for that <laughs> you're welcome so my thought on this was is this promo driving real estate or just a simple marketing gimmick and and i think it's actually a simple marketing g- gimmick but fairly genius. Yeah. Um, it's it, it was I, I literally had titled this. It was clickbait. It was yeah. complete clickbait. Sure, because the the headline was Diesel launches world's most expensive T-shirt ever. Yep. Well, I'm in the promotional marketing industry, so I'm going to click on that. Sure. Uh, I'm sure people who sell swag probably wouldn't, but I'm in the promotional marketing <laughs> industry, so I'm going to click on that. And so, like you said, you know, it it comes with a free condo in in, in uh, Miami and each er, shirt is decorated with the floor plan of the condo you buy. Now, I don't know. if Did you see the small print on this this stuff, Kirby, or no?
1: A little bit, yeah, but go ahead. All right.
0: So the small print says, this legal note is to alert you, in case you didn't get it, that the apartments are not really for free. And no, you will not get a free luxury apartment when you buy a T-shirt at that price. That's the tax implication there. Yeah, You're actually paying for it. To be totally honest, it's probably more the opposite. You buy the apartment and get a T-shirt for free. I think it's interesting that... Um, I like the promo tie-in yeah right and it is a creative use of promo um, I don't think this would have lasting staying power but it got my attention and so and honestly that's what advertising should do so yeah. honestly I, I, I my hats off to diesel I think it's kind of dorky and goofy yeah. I don't think I'd walk around with a black t-shirt with my floor plan on it uh, just so <laughs> you know people who have uh, uh Thoughts of thievery could get an <laughs> idea of what my house looks like. But I, I thought it was, again, interesting clickbait. It got my attention. And isn't that what initially advertising is supposed to do?
1: Yeah. And it, again, it creates a conversation. Yeah. And it, so almost to the point where I went and did some research on the actual uh, condos. So yeah. again, even just the article. So th- I love the tie-in of promo. and Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thought it, again, I thought it was genius as well. So um, cool, man. All right, awesome.
0: Okay, I've got a very, very hard-hitting topic, <laughs> Okay, bring it. You know my favorite holiday song of all time is Let It Snow. I think I've been – it, it absolutely is one of my favorite holiday songs. It just okay. always puts me in the holiday spirit. It's just one of those yep. really great songs. Yep. But I don't know if you've seen the controversial sweatshirt with the phrase Let It Snow on there from Walmart. Oh. Have you seen
1: this? I, it, I don't. Like I am having a flashback. Is, okay. it, is it have something to do with uh the booger uh, illegal, sugar? Illegal drug use? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so so it's it typical it's so am or just like Amazon has a third party um market it's called Amazon Marketplace, where third party sellers can sell their wares through Amazon. Right. Walmart has a similar thing called a Walmart Marketplace. Pretty creative, Walmart. Well mm-hmm. done. So in Canada, someone put these sweatshirts for sale, and it's, you know, the ugly sweatshirt, uh, sweater trend. Sorry, it was a sweater, not a sweatshirt. So continuing the ugly sweater trend. Um, so this one had a maniacal-looking Santa mm-hmm. sitting on a couch, his right hand holding a straw. Oh, jeez. And there are three lines of snow, as I do air quotes, On the table in front of him, and it says, let it snow. (laughs) So it was available briefly on the Canadian. It was uh, the Canadian uh, website for Walmart, so walmart.ca on their marketplace. My question is this. First of all, I think it's funny. I'm sorry it is. I know a lot of people would be offended by that. I'm sorry. Anytime I get the opportunity to say the phrase booger sugar, it's funny. Agreed. It's just funny. How does Walmart let that happen? How does that not how does someone not realize? Again, it is a third-party seller, so technically it's not Walmart selling it, but consumers don't look at it that way. Right. Just yeah, like I when that. I buy from a third-party person on Amazon, no, I got it from Amazon.
1: Right. Right? Yeah.
0: How does Walmart allow that to happen and not have someone stop that before it ever sees the light of digital day?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, I guess my thing is, is why would they stop it? Like you think it was funny. There are going to be people who are going to buy it. There are going to be people who are offended. Well, but, like I, I will tell you, I'm on Facebook right now and it's not right now, but there's a ton of off color holiday t-shirts oh, sure. that I quite frankly came really close to buying for oh. a few of our team because they have that kind of sense of humor. Like, to me, it's like, yes, obviously oh. illicit drug use, not good. But on the other side, it's a joke. Yeah, and well. so, so to me, I, it, how does it make it through? I think somebody thought it was funny.
0: Well, I'm right there with you. I mean, I have an ugly Christmas sweatshirt from Tipsy L's where it's two reindeers expressing love in the most <laughs> heinous of ways. Um, <laughs> most violent of ways, <laughs> yeah. quite frankly. Um, but... But it's Walmart, and you if you're working for Walmart, you have to adapt to the corporate culture. That is not part of their corporate culture. If its And, and I'm sure tipsy L's will probably pick up that design, quite frankly. Yeah. So I guess my point is just because you think it's funny, it doesn't mean it applies to the values of the organization you're working for. I'm with you, Kirby. I think it was funny. I think it was cheeky. But, you know, Walmart's a pretty conservative company. I I. I I would never, if I was in the job of kind of screening that stuff, never in a million years would I think that's going to be okay for my bosses at Walmart.
1: Yeah. I, and again, I guess I, I see where you're coming from, but I think it's one of those things where it is a difficult thing, I think, to legislate sense of humor when it comes to stuff like that. I mean, there's, uh, I, I saw one the other day and it was just a bunch of candy canes and it said they're not going to lick themselves. Right. Right. I I thought it was funny, and um, I didn't even notice who the seller was. Right, if I'm just being honest, and so it was just one of those things where, to me, it's about is it something that would sell? And historically speaking, I I, maybe Walmart is the uh, is a conservative company, but I never think of them as the bastion of morality. I think of them as for profit.
0: Well, no question, but the the speed in which they yanked these off the (laughs) website tells me everything I need to know about Walmart. Yeah, that's fair.
1: That's fair. No, that's All right. funny. Okay. You have another topic? Yeah. So, this is one I'm curious about, and I want to be um, a little careful. So, um, so PPAI Boy, you're has tiptoeing.
0: A, Look at you tiptoeing.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm trying to, I want to be careful about how okay. I say it. Um, okay. So, PPAI does, uh, I think, a really, really good job with education. You and I have both uh, spoken for. Uh, different events mm-hmm. um, I've noticed a trend and I'd noticed a trend because they are trying to limit or uh, tell people not to curse in mm-hmm. presentations um, and you know I've given this a lot of thought because they'd asked me to, to cut something out of one of my presentations and I've heard them doing it of others. And then as I signed the um, agreement to do a presentation for Vegas this year, uh-huh. there was a place where you had to kind of click that says, I'm not gonna do this. Uh-huh. So I'm curious because again, I don't wanna take shots at PPAI, I, I respect what they do and I I um, really do. Um, but I'm, I struggle with with this in the sense that I I have this moment where I'm going, but I'm speaking to adults in a setting. So to me, it feels a little outdated and it's new, Yeah. but I think that there are people who would be like saying, no, this is refreshing. We don't need that. I, uh, I wanted to see what you thought about that. So
0: you, to all transparency, you and I have talked about this offline, not recently, but you and right. I have had a conversation about this. And so here's my perspective on it. Um, I have presented countless times. I could probably count it. It's not that high. But a lot of times at at PPAI events. And um, I don't think I have ever dropped an F-bomb, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll throw in a hell damn crap or, you know, whatever a shit or whatever every once in a while. Um, I've never been asked by PPAI to censor my content. Right That being and, and, and I like you, I believe you're speaking to adults, right? More importantly, I think that whoever is running that education event, whether it's PPAI, outside the industry, ASI, regional, whatever, or even just a company, they're hiring you mm-hmm. okay. So they should know what they're getting when they hire. Kirby, when they hire Bill, when they hire Greg Muzillo, when they hire uh, whoever Dale Denham doesn't matter. That being said, it's their event. Yep. And I believe whether I agree with it or not. I believe it's their right to say, you know what, we are running a specific type of event here. Mm-hmm. We don't want any cursing. And if you can't adhere to that, then we can't either pay you, we can't have you speak or whatever. So I actually will, I don't agree with the the stance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't believe, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm not, I don't work in the professional development department at PPAI. Um, I don't – so I don't believe it's been a problem, but I absolutely would defend their, it's their right to say we do not allow this. Yeah, And so then it becomes incumbent upon you as the speaker to decide, A, can I adhere to those rules that yep. they're putting into place? And then maybe B, even will I adhere to those rules? Right. And so I, I see both sides of the argument. I mean, t- honestly, Kirby, technically – as a speaker, I fall on the side of you um, where, look, you're hiring me. you got to know yeah. what you're going to get. Um, this is the way I, I, I communicate. Um, this is the way I, I talk. This is the way I present. But, again, it's their right if, if they're – and, and I, you know, you do in all transparency, you're going to get a small amount, a little stipend, a little bit of compensation right. for speaking. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. As soon as that happens, I believe it's 100% their right to kind of dictate – to a point how that presentation goes.
1: Yeah, I actually, so in the interest of transparency, the, the one time that, uh, and by the way, they were super great about it. Okay. Like, but when I, the only time I pushed back is that they, it was a, um, from my perspective, the name of the right presentation, <laughs> right? right. Um, was talking about getting shit done. Um, right. and they were like, Hey, can you change that? And I'm like, it's, the name of the presentation. And, and part of my thought process about that at the time was that if you are offended by that language, well, gosh, let's put it out there so that you know not to come to that, right? You know what I mean? Like if um, that being said, yes, I, and I talked to him about it, like m- moving forward, I just won't use that kind of language in the presentation, right. it's not a problem. For me, it was just more of a philosophical discussion to say, yeah. yes, I, I by the way, I kind of agree with you in the sense that it's their playground, their yeah. rules. Totally totally good with it. I just philosophically I'm like, okay, is it it reminds me of the discussion about when people would say, "Man, I I miss the days when we um dressed more professionally," right? right. Okay, that's fine, but that's not how people are dressing today. So, are right. you living in the in the is or in the was? No, and, and so, I, I yeah. That, Sorry, that's my only question about it and by the way I, I, I'm kind of I, I, the way you described it I think was was fair
0: it's it's uh once once there's money exchanging hands they're, they're hiring you for a service and, and yep. they have some rights to kind of dictate what that service ends up looking like yeah um, I, I'll
1: tell you I'll tell you though I, it was funny I was at a conference and this is totally outside of the industry but I was at a conference in Phoenix where they hired Gary Vaynerchuk yeah And they asked him not to curse. Right. And I'm like, so you want Gary Vaynerchuk, but you don't want Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, they don't want Gary
0: Vaynerchuk. Back to PPAI, I think. And and what I'll tell you is what what I believe this is. And, again, I don't know. I don't have really close relationships with people in the professional development department at PPAI. I'm sure there are a couple of people who have complained, whether it's sure. about your title of your content, me maybe swearing a time or two in a, a thing. Cause I will tell you, I mean, I, I know one of the standard lines I use, well, it's not standard, but in one of my presentations, when I'm talking about client expectations these days, that Amazon's kind of ruined it for everybody. So if I buy something online, and I don't get free two-day shipping, and I don't get constant communication about my tracking number and all that, I assume your shit is broken. Yep. That's a, that's an exact sentence I say. So maybe there are people who are offended by that. So I'm, I'm sure that they've had some complaints. My sense is it's a little reactionary. I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you. I think it's probably... You know, it's just like everything else. There's a very silent, a very vocal minority yeah. that kind of uh, homogenizes everything for everybody. So, yeah. And, yeah. And I don't know
1: how those people uh, function in the real world. If, well, if that sentence Look, them. it's just
0: been like this forever. I mean, there, yeah. my, you know, my, I, we, we all have stories of our grandparents who would write letters to the the local uh, television station because they didn't like the way the anchor was dressed. You right. know, I mean, people. There are people who just. They're not happy unless unless they're a little bit of unhappy.
1: <laughs> That's good. That's good. So. Well, cool. Again, I don't. No. You know this. I don't want to take shots at PPI, but one of the things I pride ourselves on here is having the conversations that are being had in parking lots. Yeah, you know what I mean, and having them out and in sort of out in the open to just kind of get your get both of our takes on it.
0: No, and, and look, this isn't a shot at PPA. No, no. It's yeah. their toy. They run it well. Yes. I, I, I have nothing but good things to say about the professional development department and what they do. It's a difficult job, and that's putting it mildly, coordinating everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and so this is where I get, like I said, I don't agree with that provision, decision, so on and so forth. But I'll absolutely defend their right to put on the event that they feel serves the industry best. That's yep. what they should do.
1: Yeah, I like it. Cool,
0: awesome. So, I think we are at the time of this podcast, Kirby, mm-hmm. where we reveal the promo person of the week. Yes, whose and week is it? <laughs> it is, yeah, about to say it's your week. Okay, cool. And you're about to highlight someone who's grabbing our attention in the industry. Age doesn't matter. Gender doesn't matter. Affiliation doesn't matter. Who's making you take notice this week, Kirby?
1: So uh, this is a person that is making me take notice this week, but has made me take notice for years. Um, and that is a Mr. Bobby Lehu. He okay. uh, is uh, the chief content officer, I believe is his title, mm-hmm. at CommonSkew. I think that Skew creates some of the most compelling uh, content in our industry. Outside of Promo Corner, of course. Outside of Promo Corner, of course, our, our fine sponsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... What I like about it is I think Bobby's one of those guys who is a a cerebral guy. He makes me think. He kind of, I think, is one of those people that his conversation helps elevate the industry. And so every time I get a chance to read anything that they do um, or listen to any podcasts, I take the time to do it. And so my guy, Bobby Leahy.
0: Absolutely love talking to Bobby. He's a a great choice, fantastic choice. I think Bobby's one of the the real uh, real thinkers in our industry. He, he's one of those people. When you speak to him, he makes you feel like the most important person in the room yeah. because you are the yeah. most important in the person in the room at that uh, at that uh, moment. And and Bobby is is a very smart, uh, quite sardonic. He's very witty. He's a very deep guy and really he's one of he's kind of i've always talked about bobby he's kind of the ef hutton of our industry <laughs> yes when uh, when bobby talks people listen so what a great choice the yep. promo person of the week bobby Lehigh from comet skew so bobby will bring those uh, virtual high fives to uh, either skewcon or to uh, expo itself awesome all right kirby so we are now at the best thing ever now i had a hard time with this i'm not gonna lie I was going to ask you what the best holiday movie was, but I know <laughs> so you're gonna funny. be but I know you're gonna be a weasel and pick die hard, which not a holiday movie by the way. And we're not totally going holiday that. movie. No, yep. it's not. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yes, hundred percent. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Yep. Just because a movie takes place during Christmas does not make it a holiday movie.
1: You can keep saying that's still a holiday movie.
0: Nope. So what I'm gonna ask you, Kirby.
1: <laughs> Glad we didn't have that debate. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well I look, I don't wanna have to prove you wrong two weeks in a row. Um <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna. I think Die Hard kind of is a holiday movie. I just think the, it's not a traditional holiday movie. Can we agree with that?
1: Can uh, we? Not traditional. That's why it's better. Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kirby. I want to know what your favorite
0: holiday song is.
1: Oh yeah, that's easy. Um, so I, obviously, this time of year spawns a lot of music. It's one of the things that I always say is like I don't like it when they start playing holiday uh, music early. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like I don't need to hear Felice Navidad one more time. By Actually, the way, I that,
0: by the way, I'm bracing for impact because I have a feeling I know what you're going to choose. Oh I'm yeah, like, you
1: do know what I'm going to say. Because okay, go ahead.
0: I'm sorry. So I agree with you. You don't want to hear Felice Navidad. Yeah. coming around August. I got yeah, it. Go
1: absolutely. Ahead. And so my favorite song is written uh, and performed by Sir Paul McCartney <sighs> because he's simply having a wonderful Christmas time. <sighs>
0: You know, there is no bigger fan of Sir Paul McCartney than me. I've seen Paul live many times. The Beatles absolutely are my favorite band of all time, believe it or not. It's not Van Halen, it is the Beatles. Uh-huh. And I will tell you, I don't know how high Sir Paul was on the Let It Snow <laughs> on the Let It Snow Holiday Sweater when he wrote that piece of shit, but I will tell you that is the worst. Nothing sends me into hypnosis faster than that song. The the bad keyboard sounds, the the, the way that's essential eighties. Yeah, that boy you talk about a song that doesn't hold up is that one. And, and the, the chorus that really doesn't match the melody. It's just, it's just mind numbingly bad. But you know what, Kirby? You enjoy that song. <laughs>
1: okay. What's your favorite song? Best, me, best song you
0: know, ever. So I mentioned earlier, it Let It Snow is probably one of my favorite. That is yeah. definitely my hol- my favorite holiday song. It always just puts me in the mood. It's, uh, and it's. it's a got a Die Hard tie-in. It is yeah. the final song at the end of that movie. But I'll also add this. Um, I do love White Christmas, um, mm. I'm, a very, I'm when it comes to holiday music, I am for the most part a traditionalist. Yeah, um, I love you know you give me a Frank Sinatra Christmas album or a Bing Crosby Christmas album. I'm I'm really, or Dean Martin. I'm really happy. I just love that vibe. It's a little swinging, you know. I yeah. I really just like those holiday classics uh, like that. I, I think the newer songs have a hard time holding up, but I will say this. Coming in pretty high up on my list would be um, Last Christmas by Wham. <laughs> and I know that will shock everybody on this podcast. <laughs> but that's a catchy little song there, buddy. Yeah. It's a It's got a nice little beat and, and I like that. And I also love um, – uh, I also love uh, – do They Know It's Christmas. It's the weirdest mm. song, but I, I love the meaning behind that from Band Aid uh, yeah. from 1984. So
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I actually, uh, speaking of traditional, all joking yeah. aside, pretty much anything by Johnny Mathis. Okay. Uh, like, I, I remember growing up to uh, that was a one of those cassette tapes that my parents, when it was Christmas time, we mm-hmm. we broke out Johnny Mathis Christmas album, yep. and he is just a wonderful singer. And then actually there was a weird little soundtrack with uh, Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers mm-hmm. that they they did a movie I think too, but there was it, there's a some of their stuff for the holidays pretty good. Well,
0: well. they were certainly islands in the stream, that's for yes. sure. <laughs> Well, Kirby, great, great stuff. You know what else is great, Kirby?
1: What's that, Bill?
0: Ideally, that's the good people at Promo Corner. (laughs) That's us. That's me. Yay. That's right. Hey, suppliers, I know you're looking for a kind of really different, interesting, and new ways to reach your target audience, those distributors who you want to partner with, not only for short-term transactional orders, but for long-term loyal engagement. Why not give Promo Corner a try? I tell you what, we have got just about every way to engage your target audience and move them to action we are the first uh, we've been built intentionally to be the first and only digital marketing media and advertising agency in the promotional products industry and our sole focus is really to do work that matters for you period that's all we do so if you're ready to truly connect with your prospects and clients in ways that's going to move them to action Go ahead and reach out to us directly, sales at promocorner.com. Love to chat with you about all the things that we can do, every budget, every company, uh, every message. It really doesn't matter. We'd really love to work with you. Kirby, as always, a pleasure doing this, uh, what did I call it, Peppermint Bark podcast with you today? I love
1: it, man. It was great. We were simply having a wonderful Christmas time.
0: Let it snow.